So it is with the body of Christ. Listen, the body of Christ is made up of a whole bunch of different parts. Just because you don't like one part, you don't go cutting it off. His Word TV. My name is Pastor Michael Spencer from His Tabernacle Family Church, and I want to say thank you for tuning in this week. We know that God has a word for you from His Word. Now, the Word is powerful. It changes us from the inside out. The Word is supernatural. In fact, I'm expecting, as you're watching today, according to Psalms 107, He sent His Word to heal you. I'm declaring healing this morning in your body. I'm declaring healing this morning in your mind. I'm declaring healing this morning in your family and restoration in your life. Jesus has a master plan for you. Let's get to the main sanctuary. Let's hear the word of God that will transform your life. We've gone extreme. We've just gone absolutely extreme with our with with separation and division. And these things are not supposed to be in the church. Have no let's be a part of the restoration. Let's be a part of the turnaround. Let's be a part of the healing. Man, watch what God does when we stop fighting about Who's wearing a mask and who's not wearing a mask? You know, whatever their belief is, stop fighting about it. Stop, I mean, going straight for evil. Either way, let's honor one another, love one another, be kind to one another. Ephesians 4.3 says, make every effort to keep yourselves in unity. Binding yourselves together with peace. It's our job. It's what we're supposed to be working towards is peace. And listen, this negativity, this uh, division that has gone on, not one person is impervious to it. Not one person. You see, once negativity gets in, it's everywhere. Once that negative thought gets in, once that strife gets stirred in there, offense has begun. And listen, there is a progression to offense that happens every single time. Don't be deceived. Don't think that you're above it. It happens every single time. It happens to the most elect and the most elite. If there is negativity that plants that seed of offense, offense always brings a reaction. Always. And it's the same reaction. I'm going to bring you through the word of God and show you what offense does every single time. No one is impervious to it. Not one person. Not the greatest. Not the elect. Pastor's not. I'm not. Joyce Myers. Whoever you idolize. Stephen Furtick. Whoever you hold. Nobody is impervious to offense. If you allow this. If you continue in it. Or should I say if you continue in it. This is the progression offense takes every single time. Isaac, can I have that umbrella open? And then, ooh, can I get you four and the baby to come up here? 
You too, Ted. I always pick on you. Tess, Elijah, Carla, come up here. Okay. So I'm going to take you through the scripture of scripturally what happens with events. Everybody gather under the umbrella. Okay. So this is the church, the body of Christ. And what happens is negativity, division, offense starts. Somebody, somebody gets offended. Um, I'm going to use Sherry. <laughs> okay. So Sherry hears this negativity, gets involved with this division. It might be her husband, just her husband and her talking. We've got to be aware of this on every level. You and your spouse talking negative about someone or some situation. Listen, it starts at home. It starts at home with your friends, with a stranger, with another person, with a friend on the phone. This negative offense happens. All right, now here's what happens. 1 Corinthians 1.10. Oh, nope, that's not the one. Sorry. Mark 6, 3 through 5. And they said, when Jesus came to town, isn't this the carpenter's son? And are you not his sisters and his brothers here with us? So they were offended at him. And it goes on to say, now he was able to do no mighty works there. So what happens is you're still, you're still in there. You're still under, you're still in it, but there's no power of God happening in your life. There's no power. There's no unity. There's no agreement. So the power of God is actually being halted in the church because of offense. And then it goes on in Mark 4, 16 through 17. It says, in the same way, the ones sown up on stony grounds are those who hear the word, received it, accept it, welcomed it with joy. I mean, they're all in there and they have no real root in themselves. So they'll only endure for a little while. Then trouble comes and they are immediately offended. They become displeased, indignant, resentful, and they stumble and fall away. There you go, right there. That's good. So now she's just stumbled. You know, when you stumble, you don't go too far. You just kind of fall down and kind of separate yourself. This happens every single, you are not above it. Not one person. It doesn't matter who you are. If you've been in the church, I've seen people 40 years in the kingdom of God. And I've watched a fence take them out in this exact same manner every single time. It is textbook. You can write it. You can count on it. You can go to the bank with it. This is what happens when a fence starts. And then Matthew 24, 10 says, and then many will be offended and repelled. Now you're just repelled by these people. You're actually repelled by them and begin to distrust and desert. Now you're not coming around anymore. You've abandoned ship. You've jumped ship. You're no longer participating. You have begun to distrust and desert and will stumble and fall away and betray one another so now there's betrayal and pursue one another with hatred. Now these people she used to love, her husband's in here. She now has hatred. This is how you can go from a loving marriage to divorce. 
because a fence is allowed to sit in there and every time, no matter what it is, this is the progression that a fence takes. You stop hanging around, you step away, and now hatred. You're betraying one another. You actually have this feeling of hatred towards people you once loved. And then... Proverbs 10, 12, we rate, we've already read it. What does hatred do? Hatred stirs up strife. So now strife is happening. She's talking to so-and-so. She's calling her friends on the phone. She's talking about it all the time, how much she can't stand them, how this and that and this other thing. And strife has been stirred up from hatred. And then James 3.16 says, where there is strife, Every evil thing is present. So now all hell is breaking loose in her life. And listen, they're all over there. She maybe didn't even do anything. It was them. They were the ones that did something. But look at where this puts you. Offense every single time puts you outside of the power of God, outside of the presence of God. It separates you. It puts you out there on your own. You need to be aware. Wake up, church. Division is happening, and we need to be aware and alerted to it, and we need to take control, and we need to walk in love and kindness and forgiveness. Listen, it says the very first Verse before, James 3.16 is verse 15, where it says all hell is breaking loose. It says this wisdom does not descend from above, but it is earthly, sensual, and demonic. Offense is demonic. That negative seed that's planted there is a demonic seed planted to destroy you. And it can take you out. It's amazing to me that in Galatians, that division is listed with sexual immorality, drunkenness, wild parties. Listen, you think because you're in the church, oh, I don't do any of those big things. I don't do... Division is the same sin. It's listed in the same thing. It's going to put you in the same place. It is shocking that this little thing called offense, but it's demonic. It, I pray that the next time somebody tries to sow a negative seed, maybe it's your own mind, that you will be alerted. This is demonic. This is demonic. Have no part of it. Don't participate with it. Have nothing to do with it. Why? Because this is the result every single time. A divided nation, a divided people that hate one another. This Man, you can love Jesus your whole entire life and serve God and then a fence gets in there and how on earth did I end up in this place where I no longer even love God any longer because it starts with people but in reality it's messing with your relationship with God it's taking the power out of your life taking the blessing away from your life James 3 
8 through 12 says, No man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless God, and with it we curse men who have made in the image of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives, or a grapevine bear figs? Thus, no spring yields both salt water and fresh. It can't happen. If you're speaking negativity or division, the whole thing is poisoned and tainted. You're on your way here. But it's so subtle. It's so subtle and it's so everywhere right now. This is why I'm coming to you because I feel like it's being accepted. It's actually being accepted as just normal community, as normal church. It is not normal. It is not God. It is not kingdom living. I don't care how many people stamp it and label it as okay. We've read the word of the Lord and the word of the Lord says it is not of God. It is demonic. It is devilish. Every single time we've got to put a stop to it. My name is Pastor Michael Spencer. This is my beautiful wife, Rhonda. We're the senior pastors of His Tabernacle Family Church in Horseheads, New York. We have been so blessed to be able to plant campuses in our region. And we want to make sure you know who they are, where they are, and if you get the opportunity to stop in and hear the word of the Lord. Right here on our left is Pastor Dan and Jody Dykes. They're the pastors of his tabernacle in Mansfield, Pennsylvania. And on our right is Pastor Chad and Jade Spencer. They're the pastors of the campus in Ithaca, New York. And I just want you to know, we love you. We're not just here in Horseheads. We are taking this region for Jesus. And I want them to be able to share their hearts with you. My name is Pastor Daniel Dykes, and this is my wife, Jody. We're the campus pastors of His Tabernacle, Mansfield. We just want to invite you to our campus at 717 Lambs Creek Road in Mansfield. Our service is at 11 o'clock a.m. We are so excited to be a part of Tioga County, Pennsylvania. We actually launched the campus back on June 2nd, 2019, and we have been growing, reaching all ages. But we want to invite your family because we are a family church. So make sure that you come out and join us. Come check us out every Sunday at 11 a.m. We'll see you soon. We launched the Ithaca campus on August 19, 2018 with 12 people. Since then, we've grown to have over 200 people in our weekly attendance. It's ranging all the way from college students to youth, all the way up to families and everything else. We would love to invite you and your family to join us for our Sunday services. Then I heard the Lord asking, Who should I send as a messenger for the people? Who will go for us? Here I am. Send me. I will be the one. I will be the one. I will be the one. 
I will be the one. I will be the one. I will be the one. I will be the one. I'll be the one. I'll be the one. I will 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 be the one. I'll be the one. I will 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 be the one. You get to choose. You get to choose what your destiny is. You get to choose to walk in victory every day. Listen, those things don't affect my life because I'm not focused on them. Pastor Rhonda is an anointed speaker and author. To book her for your next event, find Rhonda Spencer on Facebook or visit her website at rondajspencer.com. Pastor Rhonda would love to connect with you and your ministry. We wanted to give you an opportunity to give today. That's right, I said give. Man, there's nothing better than giving to the kingdom of God. There are three types of giving in the scripture. You have tithe, you have alms, and you have seed. Tithe is a tenth. It belongs to your home church. The Bible says bring it to the storehouse. That's right. Bring it to your home church, man. I want you to know that as God will bless you, God will use you, and he'll open the windows of heaven, Malachi chapter 3, and pour out a blessing you cannot even contain. Alms, it's giving to poor people. The Bible says don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. What you do in private, God will reward you in open. So God wants to bless you by giving to poor people. And then the third, which is what's going to happen here, is you have the privilege to sow into good ground where souls are being saved, bodies are being healed, lives are being changed. That's what God is doing at His Tabernacle Family Church and through His Word TV. There are different ways you can give, and we want to give you the privilege and opportunity. Number one, you can mail it to us at His Tabernacle at P.O. Box 189, Horseheads, New York, 14845. Or you can text to give, 84321, a dollar sign and what you'll give, and it will take you and prompt you for the first time and take you through a process of registering. Or you can give right online at hisword.tv or hisTabernacle.com. I want you to know we appreciate all the sowing, all the giving. We appreciate it because God has great things available and great things to happen. And thank you for sowing into God's kingdom. We're the ones that can bring. Man, this region can be one of the, it doesn't matter who our governor is. I'm telling you, I don't care who he is. If we follow kingdom principles, we will be blessed. Our community will prosper. It, they cannot stop the hand of God. No one can curse what God is blessed. Listen, we can do this. As a body of Christ, it's what we're called to. It's what we deserve to walk in. But too many people are on this bandwagon of division and speaking their mind and saying their peace. And listen, it's not what the word of God tells us. Why? Because he knows where it's going to lead you. Oh, you might not feel it today. You might be like, well, I've been doing that all along. Nothing's happened to me. I don't know. Check your power level. Check your deserting. Check your feelings and your emotions and what's going on in there. Colossians 3, 13 through 14 says, make allowance for one another's faults. Forgive anyone who offends you. 
Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And above all, everything else, clothe yourself with love. Church, today I'm asking you above all to clothe yourself with love. Maybe you have some scenarios where you've allowed that negative thought to get in. You've allowed that thing to get in your craw. You've allowed it to stay and hang out there. Today, choose to forgive because it will destroy you. It will bring you out to this place. It will separate you. It will stop the power of God in your life. Clothe yourself with love above all else, because it's what binds us together in perfect unity. And where there is unity, your home will be blessed. Your family will be blessed. Your children will be blessed and your children's children will be blessed. Your workplace will be blessed. Your unsaved boss will be blessed because you're there. Our community will be blessed because we're in it. The blessings will follow us. It will chase us down. It will trip us up. We have the power to change this thing around. We have the power to break it. It's in our hands. We are the church, the unstoppable, supernatural church. But if we remain in this division thing, if we accept it and embrace it like the world has, then we are only causing further destruction and continued destruction. And I say enough is enough. I want to see the blessing and the glory of God break loose in every area of our lives. We get that right and that privilege. Listen, Matthew 6, 14 through 15. This is in the amplified version and it, it just breaks it out so well. It says that unforgiveness interferes with your relationship with God. So you think you're fine. You're over there. You think you're fine. You're not. This is the Bible. It's interfered with your relationship with God. That little negative thing, that little thing that's gotten on your nerves, that people you once loved looked up to and respected. You've allowed that thing to get in your craw and you no longer even have respect for them. That's not shame on them. That's shame on us. We're supposed to forgive everyone, even those that do evil and despitefully use us. Now, listen, I'm not talking in cases of abuse. Please hear me. I am talking in cases of abuse. But if you're in a case of abuse, get out. Love and forgiveness looks like getting out. Because if you stay out, you actually can't forgive. So in cases of actual abuse, I just always like to say that because it's important to know in any form or fashion to make sure that getting out is how you forgive. It, it's, not, it's not a bad thing. But in every other circumstance, we're to forgive and to walk in love and to do good that, to those who do evil against us. And we think we're so insignificant. We think, man, what can I do? I'm telling you, a handful of people doing this 
can change our community, can change our region, and I believe it will draw the attention of the nation. What is going on in Horseheads, New York, that everything is blessed in that place? Man, government can't mess it up. They can't interfere with the work of God. They can't do anything about it when we, the church, the Christians, are walking in kingdom culture. It's so exciting. We have this power. But I feel like we've bought into that it's okay to have sides and to have lines and to have divisions. And that's them and us. No, walk in unity and there is the commanded blessing. Honor one another, be kind, do good to those who despitefully use you. I am saying today we are drawing a line in the sand. We are calling out this division. It is demonic. It is demonic. I don't care who they are. If it's division, it is demonic. I don't care what title or what label they have. It is if it's division, it is demonic. I don't care if it's your husband, your best friend, your boyfriend. It's demonic if it's division. Don't have any part of it. You want everything that you touch to be blessed? Get rid of division. Walk in unity. It says in the word of God, that's where his commanded blessing, like God's come, it's not just sitting there. No, it's his commanded blessing on your life. How many of you want to walk in the commanded blessing of God? It's going to take action on our part. Not Facebook posts, not rants, not calling people out. We need to stop it, church. We need to stop it. We need to walk in kingdom culture. Thank you guys. So sorry. Make you stand the whole time. I think that visual is just so imperative though because we really think we're okay. We really feel like we're okay. It's crazy to me how the presence of God could be so far gone from somebody's life and they still think they're okay because it's a slow baptism into this division thing. You don't realize it or recognize it, but the word of God has shined light on it today. I know as I've been speaking, you've thought of areas. It's come up in your head. You've thought of a conversation. You've seen something. Maybe you've done something. Pull it down. Clean up your, go home and clean up your Facebook. Tomorrow, or today, let's start now. Just make a change. Refuse anything negative. Because listen, it said let no corrupt communication. None, not, not, not another minute of it. Everything from here forward coming out of your mouth is going to build, encourage, and edify. If you want to call anybody out on anything, let's call out on that. In love. In love. Because listen, don't think you haven't done it yourself. But let's just call each other out in that. Is this division or is this love? We could just ask the question. We don't have to accuse. Is this division or is this love? And if it's division, have no part of it. Have no part of it. The truth is, without Jesus, your life cannot be transformed. 
Without Jesus, you cannot be a new man, a new woman. We don't go to heaven because we're good people. We don't go to heaven because we're sincere. We don't go to heaven because of our tag from childhood in religion. We are only going to heaven by faith through grace or by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Accepting as your Lord and Savior, living for him. That's the only way to heaven. There's no other name under heaven which while you shall be saved, but by the name of Jesus. Listen, I'm here because I have a message for you. Jesus loves you. Jesus wants to forgive you. Jesus wants to want you to know beyond a shadow of a doubt you're going to heaven today. And there's only one way. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. There's not many religions. There's not many way. There's only one way, and that's through Jesus. If you'd like to receive the Lord, I want to pray with you right now. Bow your head. Let's pray right out loud. Jesus, I thank you that you died on the cross. Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Jesus, I thank you that right now you have a plan for my life. I surrender my life to you. I declare that you are God. I declare you rose from the dead. I declare you're coming again. And I surrender my heart and say, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Make me a child of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on now. It's about, it's about not just starting, but finishing. We got to finish strong. We want to teach you, train you, develop you, mature you. Go to our website. You can watch live stream. But better yet, get down here, 16 Level Acres Drive, 9 or 11. Or if you're in Ithaca, 609 West Clinton Street, 9 and 11. Or in Mansfield, Pennsylvania, Lambs Creek Road at 11 a.m. every Sunday morning. We love you. God's got a plan for you. God has miracles for you. It's time to become part of the family of God and grow, grow, grow. Come on now, I'll see you in just a little bit.